Why, hello, everyone. Welcome to another inspired episode of Orange Juice Optional. I'm not sitting here with champagne today because today has been a very rushed day for me, but I am sitting here with Suzanne. So how are you today, Suzanne? I'm feeling rushed as well, and I'm sitting here struggling to open a bottle of water because, as you know, right before we started, I was choking down food because I'm starving because I've had a rushed day as well. So... (laughs) Bear with me while I open my water. I thought you were going to say you were opening your wine or your champagne, so I'm a little bit let down by the word water. (laughs) I still have a lot to do with my day. If I start drinking champagne or or wine now, nothing will get done. Yeah, and then when you said you were choking down food, only image I had in my mind is a is of my little puppy who when you put food in front of her, she devours it. And it's just a sight. It's a sight. Well, I'm pretty sure if you could see me, I'm a sight too, because I'm like, I'm so hungry. (laughs) Anyhow, before starting this episode, I have decided that we have become one of those people that cater to our dogs to the point of it being a little bit ridiculous. Oh, so tell me how so. Yeah, I can't wait to share this story. Actually, Rob is at a meeting. So I went and I took him to his meeting. And when I came back, I decided to put the dogs in their kennels while we recorded the episode, because if I don't, they'll bark in the back and we'll be able to hear them. Mm-hmm. So I get them into the garage, I get them into their kennels. And I don't back my car out because I'm not leaving. And I just come in expecting to record but they know I'm inside the house. So they start barking and making all sorts of racket. So I actually (laughs) went and got the keys to my car, pulled my car out, said goodbye to them and parked on the street and snuck back in the house. So they didn't know I was here. That's hilarious. Isn't that ridiculous? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But hey, whatever it takes. Yeah, I never even had to do that with my kids. They were all like high-fiving when we would leave and they were younger. And here we have to sneak out for the dogs. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, so that was the experience right before starting the podcast today. Mm-hmm. And you've had a, a busy day, you said. Are oh. you still decorating for Christmas or no. what's going on there? Nope, store is decorated, but I'm happy to say we have been slammed. I mean, it is unbelievable the business this week and it's probably because it's the first week we have Christmas out and everyone's excited but it's like holy cow I mean it is one of the girls that works with me who opens the store in the morning she's been coming in early because it's so busy during the day that she tries to get a jump on things um, before customers come and she said all week it's been one of those weeks where she shows up early and there are people following her in the store as she's coming in so she doesn't even have time to turn on the lights and get the music playing and you know open the register you know because people just are there so that's the week I've had that would stress me out completely right (laughs) right have people follow me in as I'm trying to do my opening duties. Yeah, well, and okay, and I have to laugh because it's like, I just told that story about her and her experience. And then it's like, this is the week I've had. That really isn't I mean, that's her. Yeah, she's stressed out because of it, because she's not, I think she's just trying to keep up with the activity. So but it, it trickles down to me. 
I'm busy. She's busy. The store is busy. It's all good. I love it. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And as I'm hearing this, I have a couple concerns, but they're all very selfish concerns because that is a very good problem to have is to be Mm. very busy. But my concern is I won't be able to get to Scottsdale for at least a couple weeks and you're going to be sold out of all the good stuff. I am going to be taking (laughs) ornaments off the tree because you'll have no more supply. Well, you're going to have to just give me a heads up what you want, because believe me, this is a daily stress for me and the girls that work with me because we are constantly, um, should we try and order more? Can we get more? Will it show up too soon? Or will it show up too late? Will we have to store it next year? Can it sell? We don't want to order too much. We maybe need to order more. I mean, it's constant. The guessing game of how much is too much and how much is not enough. Right. And there are advantages to knowing the owner of the shop because you would hold those things back for me. But the problem is, I don't even know what your supply is. I haven't even (laughs) seen the Christmas trees yet. I haven't even seen Uh, all the new stuff you've brought in. So I I wouldn't even know what to ask for. I know. And I thought about that last week when you said you were kind of in a funk over getting your own decorations up. And I thought, oh, I need to send her something. And then that'll get her back in the mood for Christmas. And then I did. I thought, I don't even know what to send her. Yeah, I would say send me something good, but you have impeccable taste. So (laughs) it's always good, whatever comes from your store. Uh, And that was really probably crappy of me to say, but yeah, send me something good. Oh, I'll send you something good. I'll find something. But if if it helps... My funk is dissipating. I'm starting to settle into the house and really appreciating what I did do this year. And while the lights aren't as grandiose, I do have mood or ambiance lighting. So, or ambiance light. How do you say that? Ambiance? Well, ambient lighting, but you create ambiance with your lighting. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I'm liking (laughs) how the lighting... (laughs) is working now. Yes, it's taken a lot of batteries. It took me probably an hour to put them in everything. But Mm, hey, I'm gonna go with it. Nice. And to even further my better mood, the city of Lake Havasu is jumping right into their Christmas decorating. So they were putting the big reefs on the bridge yesterday. Oh, I have to tell you, here does such a fabulous job of capturing the Christmas spirit and making like the bridge area Mm -hmm. a winter wonderland, even though it's not really winter and there's no snow, but it's like a wonderland. It's so pretty how they decorate everything. Well, I don't know if you remember, but Jeff and I did come to Lake Havasu. I think there was a lull in COVID last year. And so we hopped in the car and I think we came for a couple of days and you you and Rob took us down to a restaurant that's right on the water because all of the lights were up. I don't remember what, if that was December, if it was, I don't remember, but it was very fun. Yes. Oh, very nice to do that. And I can't wait to do that several times. And this time I'll have to take my dogs down there because that's who we are now. We don't (laughs) have friends. We have dogs. Well, Dogs but they're make, the best little friends. Yeah, and dogs make friends. People love to see dogs, especially puppies. So what else is going on there? Anything else you want to share before we jump into the hot topic of the day? 
Not really. I think I'm just trying to keep my head above water and just doing the Christmas thing at my store, which is which is great. Just but that's all consuming. Is Jeff been a good helper? Yes, he is a good helper. Probably one of the best ways he helps is just to stay out of my way. <laughs> because I get stressed if I have too much help, too much right, unwanted and- help. I, You know, in my mind, I have things very organized in my mind. And if someone comes in and wants to be enthusiastic and help me, but they don't know what to do, I just get stressed. So he's just staying out of my way unless I specifically ask him for something. I love how you put that because this is a kinder and gentler Suzanne. So yay for Suzanne right there real quick. (laughs) I thought when I asked that question, you were going to totally throw Jeff under the bus, but you did it so nicely. It didn't even feel like that. You know, you just said he's staying out of your way, which is what helps you the most. And that was a very nice way to say it. Well, thank you. And I kind of felt like that was throwing him under the bus just by saying that. So I appreciate the nod to my my kinder gentler self yes absolutely so while we're recognizing the kinder and gentler Suzanne mm-hmm. I'd like to jump right into our topic today which is very inspiring and very exciting to me and it should be to you also do you know what it is I do but I'm going to let you introduce it and it is exciting to me it's hard to believe really yes it's hard to believe but drum roll. Can you drum roll for me? No, I can't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, it's fake a drum roll. And today is actually our 52nd episode. So that means that we have been at this thing, this podcast for 52 weeks or a full year. That is correct. And that reminds me, that makes me, that's why I came to Havasu. Remember way back when you were here when we recorded our first episodes. And at that time, we didn't know that we could record remotely. So we thought we were and you came here to record a couple episodes. And then Jeff and I came to Lake Havasu to try and record a couple episodes. And that's what took us to Lake Havasu. Now I remember. (laughs) It is what took you to Lake Havasu, but you're throwing off the flow of My approach to this episode, because that was going to be later that I was going to share that information. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just ruined it. But no, still, it, it is true. I guess we can say one of the areas we've really grown in is the recognition that we don't have to be in the same room to record. It is more fun to be in the same room to record, but we don't have to be. And so most of our recordings are done at a distance. I know. And the fact that we figured out the technology and how to do that is pretty darn impressive. Yeah, we've had a lot of frustrations along the way. And I guess I will just say, for me, one of the most difficult parts of podcasting is the technology and our lack of understanding of technology. (laughs) Hands down. And that hasn't changed. No, That has been pretty consistent throughout the year, especially if you remember the first episodes we recorded, nobody ever heard because we did it wrong. I had forgotten that, actually. Yeah. And we had some pure magic on Mm. those episodes. We we probably did. What I remember, (laughs) 
<laughs> the worst part when we started is we had to do a scripted message promoting our podcast. And I think at some point, I finally just gave up and said, you know, give me one or two lines, you do the rest of it, because I can't do anything scripted. Do you remember that? You did say that. Yes. And actually, if anyone here listening wants to go back and listen to it, it's our trailer. That's what they're called, Suzanne. Like a movie trailer, this is a podcast trailer. Ah. And it sounds so good, even if you sound not joyful. (laughs) I just don't sound like myself. It's fake because yeah, it's a I'm script. Happy- because it's a script. Right. Well, I'm happy you brought that up because I had completely forgot about that. And I guess what I was going to say about your trip to Havasu and recording those episodes, that had to be one of the funniest moments in all of recording is when you came to Havasu to do those two episodes because those are also two episodes nobody ever heard. And do you remember why? I do. (laughs) Because we thought we were being so smart by including our husbands in the episode. We were going to have them as guests on our podcast. And it was a disaster. Jeff just (laughs) said yes. And no. no. And that was every response. And it was just deadpan like that. Yes, no. He had no personality coming through. And Rob had the exact opposite. He had this fake personality coming through that didn't even highlight how funny he really was. He made himself not funny by trying to be funny. Yeah, all I remember, I do remember Jeff's one word answers that truly had no personality. And I do remember Rob being rather exuberant in his responses. And And I don't even know if exuberance is the right word. I would say fake is the right word because, (laughs) yeah, like he was bringing up such random stuff. And I'm like, people don't care about that, Rob. Why are you bringing this up? (laughs) Yeah. So we never aired them. We never aired them. And that's why you haven't yet heard from our husbands, which was always our intent was to bring them on is mm-hmm. because they didn't translate well to podcast world. They they didn't. I have Yeah, to and agree. Rob will tell tell everybody that he was kicked off the podcast, which isn't true. His no. debut was just postponed to exactly. a date to be determined. <laughs> and I think that he actually even threatened to um start his own podcast. He did. He has a couple different names for the different podcasts he wants to do. Do you remember any of them? Heck no. <laughs> you can remind us. I don't okay, remember well, them. Well, the first one he wanted to do was What's in the Cooler? And he thought he could be sponsored by Crown Royal, all the different beer companies, and that it was the greatest concept, What's in the Cooler? So that was idea number mm-hmm. one. Idea number two, he thought him... And Jeff could carry a podcast and their podcast was going to be called a duck because Jeff is a huge Oregon duck fan. Right. And a badger because Rob considers himself honey badger like, which he can be. So it was going to be called a duck and a badger. And then the third thing he was thinking, and this was after talking to our son, Jimmy, is that they would call it whiskey required instead of orange juice optional. So... Well, I think that one's my favorite. 
whiskey required. Uh huh. You like it better than a duck and a badger? I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny because Rob had his attorney or one of his attorneys draw up. It's a friend, you know, right. a friend who's an attorney, draw up a contract so he could be on our podcast. He's like, yeah, when you make it big on your podcast, you just remember it was me who who did this and I get royalties and this is the contract you have to sign. He is super funny, but he is. Yeah. Sorry, you haven't heard it, everybody. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. So maybe someday and maybe, you know, a duck and a badger will be a thing. Maybe. But it would have to be sports related because they're both really good at sports trivia. They are. Yeah. So that was a really fun memory. Do you have any other like really fun memories or favorite episodes that you'd like to share here? You go first. What what are your favorite memories other than that one? I really had a lot of fun with the Sparking Joy episode. Oh, we that was had, a good one. Yeah, so much feedback on that. And then I had a lot of fun doing the one, the two episodes with Katie and the one with my sister. So having guests and then the wedding one too with Katie and Eva. Yes, that was a good one too. Most yeah, certainly. just bringing in a little youth and a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Not that my sister, like I'm not throwing her under the bus, but she's not that much younger than me. Right. So her episode wasn't about bringing in youth. It was just about bringing in humor. And it was a fun episode. I was just thinking we should bring Katie back on. She would find a good topic for her and we should bring her back on sometime. Yeah, I love that girl. She is so fun to chat with and Mm -hmm. so insightful and very well-spoken. Um, yeah, but I do have to say, I, you know, I was racking my brain. That's why I let you go first. And I have to say that Sparking Joy one was by far my favorite episode. I know I did most of the talking in that episode, but it did resonate with a lot of people. And I have lived by that ever since we did that episode. It's like, does this spark joy? And I ask myself yeah, that I- question with everything. You do it daily. At least daily. I probably do it 10 times a day. That's so cool. I kind of forget. I kind of get into my routine and then forget that I need to be sparking joy along with everything else I'm doing. If you're not sparking joy, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. If I'm not sparking joy, I'm living my life like a robot or something. And yeah, that's not good. Mm -hmm. It's not good for anybody. Right. Makes me very grumpy. I don't remember which episode it was, but I do remember we had a couple episodes, I think, actually, where we were laughing so hard we couldn't get words out. And I don't remember what it was that made us laugh so hard, but those were fun episodes because we laughed a lot. Yes, and that is very true to nature of our friendship. Mm-hmm. It is. We do find a lot to laugh about and we can laugh at each other and make fun of each other like when you just said that you did most of the talking I was going to say you sure do (laughs) but I was just kidding I was just kidding well I do I admit it I get that I do a lot of the talking so Suzanne if I joke with you about you talking too much what would you joke with me about or what have you found out about me that makes you laugh during all these recordings? Ooh, good question. See, I'm very terrible at answering these questions on the spot. 
You should have asked me that question like four hours ago and said, I'm going to ask you this question. So come up with a good answer. Maybe by the Sorry, I didn't want to give you a heads up. I wanted it to be authentic. <laughs> and spontaneous. Yeah, and to see where like the episode went. Are you well, having fun with the episodes? Are you enjoying doing Orange Juice Optional? Are you enjoying this time? I'm not pausing. I guess- I'm not pausing because I don't have an answer. I'm pausing, as you know, because I took a bite of food and I have to swallow so that I don't choke because I'm talking with food in my mouth. I mean, yeah, I, I warned you, you that choke. I warned you that I was hungry going into this episode, and it's like I have this plate of food here, and it's like I can't resist it. Right, and if you were to choke, I couldn't help you out because I'm in Lake Havasu, so it would be, <laughs> it would be up to Jeff using his first aid skills. Yes, and Jeff is not here because he is on his phone somewhere in some conference call meeting. So I, I'd, I'd be, yeah, I'd be screwed. Yes, I have loved doing orange juice optional and I love how you bring such a positive force to our podcast and case in point is yay for Suzanne I love that it's like anything I say it's like yay for Suzanne it's like yeah it's a a catchphrase yeah people need to do that in their own lives it's like you have someone say yay for Michelle every single day yeah, you know that doesn't happen in my everyday life, though. Well, it right? doesn't happen in my everyday life. That's why I like it so much, because you do it. <laughs> yes, I just bring it to you. So, you know, we have like the good things that came out of a podcast and the lessons we learned. Have you learned any difficult <laughs> lessons doing um, the podcast? You know, my mom used to tell me when I was growing up, she said, Suzanne, your mouth is going to get you into trouble. <laughs> and... I would say that my mouth, and it's not so much my mouth, it's my opinions that get me into trouble. And I think the episode just a few weeks ago, where I voiced my opinions, maybe a little too strongly, got us into a little bit of trouble. It was, it turned out to be for the good, because we've moved on. We've improved all of the behind the scenes parts of our podcast. But at the time, yeah, I learned my lesson. It's like, keep your opinions to yourself, Suzanne. And you can't really run podcasts keeping all of your opinions to yourself. I will say I have found the most difficult thing about starting a podcast at the end of 2020 and into 2021 is we really came in at a shit time. We came in Mm -hmm. right after an election but we decided we weren't gonna talk politics and we came in during COVID, both really hot topic things that we've tried to stay away from. And it's been really kind of tough to navigate. Well, especially since it was not just any election, it was a very contentious election and it was filled with differing opinions and COVID, the election, Everything that we have experienced in the last year, it consumes every network, every news source there is. That's all we hear about. And so it is really hard to not bring it up in our podcast. And it's especially hard for me because, as I have said, I'm very opinionated. And it makes, and every time something really ticks me off that I hear in the news, it's like, oh, I want to talk about this. 
I want to tell you how I really feel. We kind of try and keep it light and surface, but there are those episodes that are going to go a little bit deeper because there's things that need to be talked about. Life is not all perfect. Life is not all tied up in a little bow. It gets a little messy sometimes. And as adults and educated adults, we should be able to chat about that. I agree. And maybe down the road, again, we will broach some of those more difficult subjects just to add a little depth to our podcast. But, you know, when we feel the time is right. But what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say the other part of that coming in at such a difficult time and having so many opinions about what should or shouldn't be said that I have really found that, and I never thought this before, I may not be as in touch with the world around me as I think I am, according to the opinions of others, if that makes sense. Or I guess what I'm bush, all right, I'm bushing, I'm beating around the bush trying to say is that I don't feel like my opinion is as relevant as I once thought it was. That's an interesting perspective. I think your opinion is very relevant. And I just like I think anyone's opinion is relevant. And and we should never be made to feel like our opinion is irrelevant because of our age or because of the um, generation we grew up in or because maybe our opinions aren't necessarily what's trending. I still think our opinions can never be considered irrelevant. And I would say that to anyone. I wouldn't just say that right, about I, you and I. I would say that about anyone. Everyone's opinion should be relevant. Right. And, you know, maybe not being relevant wasn't the right choice of words, but more just really feeling that thing, the difference between the generations, I guess, mm -hmm. is a better way to put it. That there is a generational difference in at least my opinions and mm -hmm. That was very surprising to me. I wasn't expecting that going into the podcast, our very first episode. I would agree to you to some extent. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever saw the magnitude or the level of, shall I say, a generational gap, which I find very ironic because there was a time in my life when the older people like my parents, like my aunts and uncles, would, okay, this is a mean way to say it, self-righteously, but that's not really the case, or maybe I perceived it as self-righteously would say, you just don't know yet. You're not old enough. You haven't lived life's experiences yet. You will become older and wiser, and your ideas are too idealistic. And I find myself now saying the exact same thing that they said to me. And guess what? It's because we've aged, because we've matured, because we have a little wisdom under our belts, because of our life experiences. And there is a whole idealistic generation trying to figure out how they feel about things. And so am I being self-righteous? Maybe a little bit, but... I think you just put that wonderfully because every generation is going to get to that point where they have lived life and they do have experiences under their belts. And they think, you know, you could learn from my wisdom. You could learn from my mistakes. You can learn from where I've been or from what we've experienced. Mm -hmm. And 
right. the next generation, they'll get to where we're at. So I like how you put that. Well, it makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> I'm glad. And I think it's, I think it's um, correct to some degree. I also think at our age, we also have to be flexible enough to accept that maybe some ideas that come from a younger generation are better than what we have always perceived to be correct. Right. And I'm, I'm not all saying, about that. Yeah, I'm not saying that across the board. I just think that there are some things that it's like, okay, there's some validity there. We need to pay attention and we can learn from them. But I think they can also learn a lot from us. Right. It's just about keeping that conversation open yes, and really listening and doing your part to respect their point of view and them doing their part to respect your point of view. So mm -hmm. I guess that's what I wanted to say about that, which you actually said most of it and you did it really well. Oh, well, again, because I'm the talker in the group, I'm the one that does all of the talking <laughs> and you just patiently sit back and wait for me to quit talking. Yeah, I don't even have champagne or food to distract me while you go on and on and on. <laughs> I will try to quit doing that. But it's so funny that you bring up that topic about flexibility and change because I actually, in my notes of future topics, that's one of them because I am not one who's very flexible. I mean, to listen to people's opinions, yes, but to move out of my comfort zone, a little bit more difficult. What do I want to say about that? I don't know if there's anything. I, I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing all the time. I always think flexibility is a learned behavior. I think we do have to train ourselves to be flexible. Yeah, I haven't learned that lesson. And my husband would say it's because I have a stick up my ass that I'm just too rigid. And I just have to have things my way. And I will say I can be flexible and change my yes, um, opinion you, about something. <laughs> yes, you but can. But it's a slower process. It's like, let me just think about this for 10 minutes before and, we yeah. talk about it. And, and then that's I'm okay. fine. <laughs> and that's okay. In my opinion, I think that's legitimate and perfectly okay. So do you think we have 52 more topics as we approach uh, 2022? I absolutely think we have 52 more topics. So you're willing to continue this little journey, this, well, the friendship, of course, oh. is always going to continue. Absolutely. Aren't, but this, aren't you? <laughs> are you, are yeah? you looking for a new sidekick? Are you looking for someone else to... <laughs> Someone who talks less? Yeah. No, of course not. No, I'm just giving you your out there if you want your out. But I, I think we have 52 plus topics. Yeah. Give me some ideas of topics that you would like to do in the future. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to um, pull up my phone. Oh, you have them written down. See, I just kind of call them as I You wing them. it. I yeah. do wing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. What did I say to you? this morning, I said that it would be great over the holiday season. And I really like this idea. Mm -hmm. If we pretended we were Hallmark and wrote up a little blurb on our life, like as, a, as if it were a Hallmark movie. 
I thought that would be fun. I think it'll be a challenge, but I'm up for it. <laughs> okay, it's well, like maybe a, we can do that. Yeah, it's hard to turn my life into a Hallmark movie, but I think I can do that. Yeah, I think it would be fun. It would be fun. I, I, I think I'd rather be a Hallmark commercial. Did we talk about this a couple of weeks ago about how before the Hallmark channel existed, I would look forward to the Hallmark movies that only came at like Christmas, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. And I would only watch them because of the Hallmark commercials that came between scenes and <laughs> I would sit there with my box of Kleenex and cry through the Hallmark commercials. They were so good. Oh, I remember those. And they were the best, like, when I was pregnant and already emotional, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like when the student who was learning how to do math and had that teacher who would encourage him and pat him on the back and wink at him. And, you know, when he's graduating, he gives that teacher a car, a Hallmark card that said, you changed my life. And then, you know, everyone's crying. <laughs> I loved those commercials. I know they should bring him back. Ah, they should. They should. That's one of the most disappointing things about the Hallmark channel is they didn't keep their Hallmark commercials. You know, they should just pull those yeah. out of the vault and throw them in every once in a while. I agree with you, but I will say that Hallmark is stepping up their game because they now have Hallmark wine for the holidays. They have a red wine and a white wine. Jingle and Joy, I think, are the names of the wines that they have. Really? But I've tasted them and they weren't my favorite. Yeah. I. Yeah. Which brings me, and this is totally off topic, uh -huh. and I'm just going to share it. I got something on Facebook, an ad popped up from Don Perignon. Oh. They have a Lady Gaga version of Don Perignon. Really? I think I knew that because I was sending some friends of mine some champagne for they just got married. And I saw that and I remember thinking, I wonder if they're Lady Gaga fans. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I thought of you. I was going to order a bottle, but they were all sold out. But I put my name on the email list. So hopefully something will come through before Christmas. So yeah, so we were talking about Lady Gaga champagne, and mm -hmm. hopefully I can get some. And then we were also talking if we were to get back on track about ideas I have for future episodes. Yes. So do you just want me to throw a couple out there? Yeah, or throw a couple out. I have a couple myself. Okay, well, the very first one on the top of the list is about being adaptable and flexible, which we already talked about. Let's see. Traveling misadventures. When you were a prankster, like when you were funny, <laughs> which, yeah, I'm not really very funny, but I could yeah. probably think of a time or two. Our quirks and our husband's quirks. Mm -hmm. Parenting adult children. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, a game of would you rather. I thought that would be fun. Oh, I like that one too. We should do that one. Yeah, and then I've always wanted to do an episode on intuition. Mm -hmm. And it would be fun to do one on like shadow work too. Working through your 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 stuff. Right. I was going to yeah. say, I, I'm not familiar with the term shadow work, but I would do that. Yeah, it would be a fun one because then we would get to really understand what makes Suzanne tick. 
<laughs> and what Michelle, what makes Michelle tick? Right. There's quite a list. I am yeah. not even kidding. So what do you have on your list? What are some of the ideas you have on your list? Well, the first one I can think of is one you and I have talked about several times, and we just have actually never done it. Um, the five languages of love. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good one. I know. I thought that would be a good one. And I think about that all the time, because I won't go into it, but I know what my language of love is, and I recognize it in myself. And I always think, oh, I wonder if other people recognize this about me, you know, because I want them to, but I don't necessarily think they do. So I think that would be a really good episode. I also love the ones we could do a follow up one about our favorite books. I don't know if we ever did our favorite TV programs, favorite movies. We've done favorite movies, not favorite TV. Right. And we could do favorite TV and we could include our favorite commercials going back to the Hallmark commercials because those were always some of my favorites. Those are all great ideas. What else you got? I know. Darn it. See, I don't write mine down like you do. So then they slip my mind. And I was just... Therein lays the problem. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but I could probably... Moments. How about... Oh, aha, yeah. Aha moments of our life. Yes, or teachable moments. Yeah. I think we did one that was teachable moments. Or maybe, oh, did we? Oh, I maybe think, we did. I think we did. But I think those aha moments were you know, where something came together in our life that made us think, why haven't I thought of this before? Yeah. Give me time to think about that before you just spring that topic on me one day. Yeah, I <laughs> I will. I definitely. guess you're giving me time to think about it right now. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> kind of like some of the ones that, you know, they usually take a little bit of thought before we actually just jump on. And <laughs> I was so afraid that when we got on today, you were going to want to talk about what we're thankful for because we have Thanksgiving coming up. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to talk about how thankful I am for all of the, you know, things that we're always thankful for. And it's like, I I know that's a drain on you. I remember that from last year. Well, it it is. It's one of those things where you don't want to say the obvious stuff because it's like, well, everybody already knows that, you know, it's like, we got to come up with the, the, things that we're not expecting to be thankful for. Like I could say I'm thankful for my grandson, but really what about my grandson makes me thankful? Right. Well, you have a couple days to think about that because that is the next episode. Ah, I knew you were going to say that. Everything (laughs) Thanksgiving. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. So be prepared for some trivia, for some fun little jokes, for what you're thankful for. And that will be good. Yeah. But I think we have to have a pact that when we talk about what we're thankful for, we don't give the canned answers, the obvious, I'm thankful for my family, I'm thankful for my health, I'm thankful. We have to put some depth into what we're thankful for. Okay, depth like funny or depth like I'm, what we're really thankful for. I'm or, good, I'm good with funny. I mean, I can't <laughs> I can't come up with funny because if if I try to come up with funny, it falls flat. You're like Rob on a yeah, you're like <laughs> yeah. Rob on a podcast. If he right. tries to be funny, it's right. not. <laughs> but I can come up with I hopefully I can come up with original things that I'm thankful for that maybe we haven't thought about. 
You know what, Suzanne, I do have to say you are an original. And <laughs> I am so lucky and so thankful to have you as the co-host of my podcast. Well, I feel the same way. And if I dare, I could even guess your love language right now and let you know that people do see it. But then if I'm wrong, it might just be your second love language. <laughs> you know what, I'm, you, can, you can guess in just a minute, but I have my phone in front of me. And you know what I'm thankful about right this minute <laughs> is that one of the girls at the store just sent me a picture of a new shipment that came in at the store of all Christmas. And because of supply chain issues, Christmas has been back ordered and back ordered. And you know, it's like you don't want Christmas to show up a week before Christmas. You need Christmas to show up now. And she just right. sent me, she just sent me a picture of like 20 boxes of all Christmas. I am so thankful I could be doing handstands across the room right now because it's so exciting. You do sound like you're doing a happy dance right I now. And I honestly dance. didn't expect you <laughs> I didn't expect you to say when you said she sent you a screenshot. I thought she was going to you were going to say she sent you a screenshot of the sales today. But this is even better. Because now you can make more sales. I know. Well, and it oh gosh, she she's sending me a whole series of photos right now of things I have been waiting for for months. And it's like, why hasn't this stuff come? And it's all showing up today. It's so exciting. Oh, my store is going to look so good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the Grinch just showed up to Hoosville with all of the, the packages yes. and all the wonder. Yes. And, and I'll probably make it there before you sell out. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be so sure. Oh, but gosh, this stuff is cute. I have Santas. I have old-fashioned Santas. I have polar bears and sweaters. I'm just telling you what are in these photos. I have gingerbread Santas. I have cable knit stockings that are fur lined. I have table runners. <laughs> I mean, how exciting. Yay. Yeah. Life is good. <laughs> I'm so happy that you are inspired. You sound more excited about that than this podcast being at a year old. <laughs> well, considering how stressed I've been about this stuff showing up and running out of Christmas before Thanksgiving, I am telling you this is, yeah, I should be doing a happy dance right now. I'm so excited for you. It's yeah. about time that something arrived, right? Oh, I know. Such a relief. And it's all wow. cute, which is the other thing, because there's nothing worse than, because a lot of this stuff you order sight unseen. You order it from a catalog. And so you never really know what you're going to get. And um, this stuff is all really cute. So I'm very excited. And the best part is if the employee that sent you the picture listens to this podcast, she's going to realize how much joy she sparked in your day. Oh, you're so right. What a good way to yeah, look so at it. Yeah, so huge shout out for sparking joy in Suzanne. Ashley, thank you very much. That was Ashley that sent yes. me all these pictures. I didn't know which one did, but that's yeah. awesome. And I know. you having joy sparked in you sparks joy in me, and it's just contagious. That's like kindness, I so know. contagious. I know. I know. It's so good. Yes. Well, I guess maybe we should be wrapping up this episode so you can get to your store and put your hands on all the things and then price them expensive, very expensive and extremely expensive. And yeah, just go with it. <laughs> no. And you know what I said? I just got through saying to someone today, 
one of the other women that works with me, we have a couple of products that are insanely popular. And she said to me, reluctantly, she said, do you think we should raise the price? I mean, just so that you know, because are we, and I'm like, no, I am not going to raise the price just because it's popular. I want people to enjoy this stuff and I am not raising the prices on it. And she was very relieved to hear me say that. She's like, good, we don't need to raise our prices. No, I mean, it's bad because... enough that we've had to raise our prices for some things because of the shipping issues. But yeah, I'm so right. I'm, and the way you can look at it is, you know, you give people a good deal and if it sells out early, it sells out early or you can keep it and it can sell out over the whole season. I right. guess what I'm trying to say is either way, it's going to sell and that's what you want it to do. And if it sells faster, like that's really good for the people who shopped early. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. You're right. Yeah. We're, we are running out of time. And we need to. We are running out of time. Do you want me to try and guess your love language real quick? Yes. Or do you just no, want me? Please do. I'll tell you if I think you're right. I think it's gifts. Oh, <laughs> of course it is. Yes. Yeah, so see, like I'm paying attention. Now, if we were to ask Jeff, which would be a really interesting question if he knew. I'm going to ask him. say he probably would get it. I'm going to ask him. And then I will report back when we do that episode. I'll tell you what he said. And. I do have to explain my version of the gift giver language of love because I don't. Of course you do. Yeah, because I don't exactly fit the the description of what they do, you know they expect it to be. So, but we'll we'll get to that in another episode. But I'm glad you got it right. Yeah. And it'll be interesting if Jeff gets it right. And, you know, mm -hmm. Rob and I took the quiz and we both have the same love language. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, we, we that sure is do. A, are you going to share it with us or as or is it a teaser that has to wait until we actually do that episode? I think I'll leave it as a teaser unless you want to take a guess. Well, again, being put on the spot, I can't even remember the five love languages currently. I have to write them down. Um, okay. Well, we'll just leave it there as a teaser hanging in the air with promise of another year of Orange Juice Optional. Yay. Mm -hmm. I love my co-host. I love my life and this podcast. And I guess with all that shared, I'm going to start thinking of things that I'm thankful for. Yeah. And I'm just going to say cheers. Cheers. Cheers.